Welcome to a very special Yankee offseason preview of the Evan Roberts podcast. And I brought in here two very good Yankee fans, two very different kind of guys. Number one, the producer of the Midday Show, Ernie Acosta. And number two, and I'm kind of daring here by doing this, I never even asked permission to borrow this man from the world-famous Mike's on app. And that, of course, is John Jastrzemski. You know, it's amazing. I get more accolades now for the Mike's on app than I do, you know, the show I've been doing for the last seven you years. You do it's a show here? Yeah, I guess, you know. Did we'll, you actually go to Mike's house first and then we were there? <laughs> variety of different places. That's all I'll say. I'll leave it at that. I'll give you the bit. Let me give you the big intro. JJ After Dark. SNY, because you're on TV. That's why I shaved. That's why I actually have. Are you doing TV uh, today? No. We're recording? Okay. No, no, no. This is Mr. You prevented golf today, by the way. Wow. wow. You gave up it golf shows to how much Yankees? I like you. I appreciate it. Well, I gave, because, I gave you know, nothing. I got to be is, here anyway. This is a very important <laughs> Yankee offseason, so I feel like, you know, I have to be here. Absolutely. JJ After Dark, TV, and, of course, the mic's on app. Let me start here, all right? And maybe this is a dumb question, but this is something I can't answer because I'll give you my opinion throughout this, but I'm not a Yankee fan. Did the Red Sox winning a championship in any way alter how you want this offseason to go? So if I would have asked you three weeks ago – Ernie, J.J., I want this, this, and this. Has it changed because of the Red Sox winning? Ernie, I'll let you lead it off. Yeah, I'm much more angry. I was patient before, but when you see the awfulness that is the Red Sox fan being happy, my patience is gone now. Like They have to win. Next year, they've got to win. So, yeah, my patience is completely gone. We've got to rebuild this team right now. Well, no and waiting. I think, too, it comes down to the fact that the Red Sox won a certain way. Mm. So it's not necessarily the idea. Of course, it stings. It's sickening. It's nauseating to see all of these Red Sox Boston people winning again. I mean, the idea that they have all of these championships between the Pats, the Red Sox, the Celtics. It, it, it makes don't me, get me sick, too. Don't get me started. I feel you on that. But I think the Red Sox winning in the way that they did should be an eye-opener for the Yankees for how exactly to go about this well, offseason. What, what do you mean? The fact well, that they because, put the bat on ball more than the well, Yankees no, no, did? Well, no, just the look, the feel of their team. There was, I know, like, you can't measure it, and I understand when you build a team, of course, you have to build a team for 162 games. That's obvious. But there were little gritty and tangible factors that this team had that I got to be honest, boys, I didn't see within the Yankee team after the month of May. I'd almost forgotten how much it angers me to watch the Red Sox win. Like, I didn't think it would bother me this much. And then as they kept winning and winning, it, it started – it was reopening the wounds. Well, I was like, you know what, what this really sick, sucks Ernie. to watch Steve them win again. Steve Pierce turning into Babe Ruth. <laughs> Nathan Avaldi looking like John no, Smoltz or Mariano Rivera. I mean, a guy who was a total stiff Eduardo with the Nunez. Yankees. Don't Nunez, forget Nunez coming off the bench. <laughs> Cora, it didn't matter what move he made, it just would be right. gold. Kinsler, so, who was dead on the West Coast, and all of a sudden they bring him in. Oh, now I he's know. Well, he's also team. having his base running mistakes throughout right. the world. Running any second base. Yeah. So, you know, he actually tried to hook it up a little <laughs> bit. But in all seriousness, that was the sort of run that reminded you, at least it reminded me, of what the Yankees did in the late 90s. But you know what? And I don't mean this to be a dick to the Red Sox Nation, because they won the World Series, and they deserve a lot of credit. But a lot of what you described was luck. I mean, think yes, about it. Yes, yes, Nate Ivaldi yes. versus J-Hap. You guys acquired the guy that I think we all agree was the safer, better and trade the guy before the deadline. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And during the regular season, both were good. Hap was better. Hap was better. Okay, you go out, you acquire a guy like Andrew McCutcheon, who I thought was okay. Steve Pierce is a journeyman. He destroyed you on many levels, not just the regular season, but what he did in the playoffs. And I think what, and then Alex Corey getting lucky, I think, with a lot of the moves he made. Isn't it kind of a reminder that a lot of it was luck? It is luck, but there is a certain element I think you have to have to win in the postseason. Like what? What is it? Putting the bat on the ball. Uh, that I agree. Yes. Being able to hit with two yes. outs. Yes. And yeah. you could say, oh, that's luck. Defense. It's that. No, 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 Defense. no, no. Defense, which the Yankees Those are the two good have. points. I agree. Those aren't, you know, lucky factors. I agree. The Red Sox had that throughout the year. And I got to be honest, fellas, I don't know if you guys felt this way with the Red Sox all year. I thought they were a little bit of a fraudulent 108-win team. 100%. I thought they were really good. We all thought But that. I didn't think they were. There was a reason why they were dogs. Basically, in every road game they played in the American League, do you realize that? Yeah, there was no they point were in the dogs year. against the Yankees and the Astros every game. There was no point in the year I thought we were looking at a superior team. I mean, when you saw the Mariners when they won whatever it was, 116 games, you thought you were watching a great team. They didn't win. There's no point when I was watching the Red Sox. I think there's a great team. Sales falling apart at the end of the season. 
Kimbrell sucked at the end of the season. I mean, you look at the back end of, the, of their lineup. That wasn't that good. Price, we know what he is. So does it almost show you that you don't need a perfect team to win a World Series? Because the Yankee fan, I feel, is always chasing the perfect team. We need two aces, lockdown bullpen, hitters at one through nine. Like it just shows you, like, you don't need the answer at every single position. You just need the right blend of guys more than you need this. Just- See, I, I think you hit on it, and it was the first thing I, I asked you about in regards to what the Red Sox did, and that's putting the bat on the ball. And I don't know when the sabermetric people are going to learn this, and even some Yankees Strike fans, but matter. not a lot. Okay. Of course they no, matter. Of course said it. They ma- of course they matter. They matter to the Astros. They matter to the Royals when they went to back-to-back World Series and won one. I don't want to talk about that. And it matters to Boston. Putting the bat on the ball matters. And that's why when we've started to talk about what the Yankees should do during this offseason, in my mind, it's about getting guys who can put the bat on the ball. Yeah, and anything. the idea of balancing the lineup. And you think about the two guys that really gave the Yankees hell. Ovaldi, mm-hmm. Porcello. I think a lot of it was due to the fact that twofold. Yeah, the Yankees strike out a ton. Now, they didn't strike out, you know, 15 times in game three and game four. But when you have a lineup that is so right-handed laden, you get that righty who's got the nasty two-seamer, the splitter, you know, the sinker. It's tougher to hit. It is. I mean, it's tougher to hit. It's just simple. When you're a lefty batter, you're going to have a better view of that slider that a guy like Porcello's throwing or a guy like Avaldi's throwing. So, yeah, I need to have this Yankee team in the offseason – Far more balance, and they got to have some guys at the bottom of the order. We're going to put the bat on the and ball. And that starts with getting rid of Stanton. Well, listen, Ernie, in a perfect world, they would. Unfortunately, they've got to find a way one, to get rid of them. But there's one team that could make the deal. And that team, there may be a deal there, especially with them not winning the World Series and basically getting dispatched in five games and not putting up much of a fight. And I think part of the reason they couldn't get him last year is because they were trying to get under the luxury tax, which now they are under. They've got to find a way to look, make Ernie. I agree. Send them if over they there. could trade, Stan <laughs> of course, after what does. that postseason performance? Get rid of and you guy. know this, Evan. You well, know I didn't want him in the first place. Bull. You know that. I do. And I, I wasn't one of the guys that defended the booing of him. I thought right. it was outrageous. I thought it was unfair. I thought it was really kind of a joke. The postseason performance? No, no. Now you are in the stage. If Stanton comes back next year. Every at bat from April Doesn't to matter. June mm-hmm. to September, he can hit 65 home runs. And if he goes one for 15 in the division series, the Yankee fan is going to boo the living daylight. But oh, even absolutely. to go further than that, we just talked about strikeouts. You can't have two guys in your lineup strike out 200 times each. And the with thing Aaron about, Judge and with Giancarlo Stan. And the thing We're about not getting rid of Judge, uh, Judge. Sorry, Evan, but we can't have two of these guys. They're the exact same guy. So then for that reason, Stan cannot be here on this team. You know why they're different, though? Because I think Giancarlo's easier to pitch to than Aaron Judge is. Yes. Now, Judge think... may strike out more or the right. same amount, but I look at Giancarlo, and you saw it during the playoffs, he's easy to pitch Pitchers to. No, to and be he more was a guy, him. fellas, when oh, yeah. he came up, and I was in game four, every Yankee fan in the building was like, oh, like you could. It wasn't like that sense of excitement right. that right. Stanton was coming up. Right. It was like dreading. You wanted all you need to know about Stanton in the playoffs. I felt more confident with Neil Walker at the plate. With upset. anybody. I'm really telling you, with Neil Walker was up at the plate. I had a better feeling than I did with Stanton up. Here's the pro- and this is something that we should keep in mind, you should keep in mind as we talk. I think that's the case with any elite free agent you bring in. You're going to have that same bar. Now, I understand that you didn't want Giancarlo. You didn't want Giancarlo either? No, no, well, right? I How did you feel about it at Here's the, time? the thing. When they, you know, were initially – bringing up Stanton in the Yankee rumors, I thought it was outrageous because right. I thought they'd have to give up a lot in return right, right, and right. the salary. When I saw what they gave up, it was Couldn't basically turn it down. like, yeah, it was. It, it, he fell into their lap. I and turn look, it down. The fit, look, the fit right now, to Ernie's point, is not a good one. I admit that. But, no, I couldn't turn down the idea of but, Stanton. But here's the problem, and I say this to Joe all the time because Joe's been screaming about Machado to the Mets, which we both know is a pipe dream, but we still dream about it. And Joe will say – I don't care if he doesn't hustle. And what I remind him is, dude, you turned on Beltron within 30 seconds. You'll mind when he doesn't hustle. So what I'm seeing to you is kind of the same thing. If you sign Bryce Harper, and I haven't even asked your opinion on it, Manny Machado, or any elite player, they come with the same baggage of, well, they better hit in October, because if they don't, we're going to boo him. If you sign Bryce Harper and he gets off to a bad start, what the hell do you think is going to happen in the middle of April? It's going to well, get they booed. Better, they better hit in October. But if someone else hits in October, if Glaber hits in October, if Sanchez hits in October, and we win anyway, then there's there's nothing I on the show. Just like the bar just is going to be. Mookie and JD. Was, they, got, they didn't hit they it all. Isn't it amazing? Neither one of those guys Jackie. really did a darn thing right. in the postseason. 
They won because of the other guys, and that's something to watch with this Yankee team moving forward. Obviously, Sanchez needs to be much better. Oh, yeah. First base, we have no idea if it's going to be Void, if it's going to be Bird, are the Yankees a player in a trade? And then the youngsters, and you had to kind of figure their first postseason was going to be a little bit of a learning adjustment and whatnot. But Andujar and Torres did very little. They looked like rookies in the playoff sure. series. They did. It was also though small with the, sample size. The, exactly, it's a four-game sample size. Five, if you want to include the wild card game. The Red Sox played a bunch of games, obviously. And I think JD was better than you guys are giving him credit for. I think JD Martinez produced. He was, it was okay. Mookie Betts. He was okay. nothing. Well, Mookie Betts, did nothing. the only home run he hit was in Game Five. Of the that World was it. But they that never needed JD to carry them. There was never That's that. What I mean. he there was never that pressure on him. That he did. That's right. a great point. He was not the dominant force. Right. Like, if you would have thought about the Red Sox winning a World Series in September, you would have said, wow, Martinez and Betts would carry the team. Sale would be the dominant ace. Sure. Kimbrell would lock down the ninth inning. None of those things None happened. Of it happened. And they all won the World Series. It is kind of amazing when you think about it. Kimbrell was shaky. Price wasn't good until they clinched the ALCS. Mm-hmm. Till you inspired him. Till I inspired right. him. Chris Sale wasn't Chris Sale. How many innings did Chris mm-hmm. Sale even throw in the They're playoffs? They're protecting him all playoffs. Yeah. Well, he didn't give you one dominant start. He Not was at all. okay against the Yankees. He was bad against the Astros. He was mediocre against the Dodgers. No, but I think it is a reminder to your point that to advance in the postseason, it's more than just one guy. Right. But in this town, when that one guy, when that star fails, he gets criticized. All I'm saying is if they bring in Machado or Harper – they're going to face the same kind of criticism, if not more, yep. than Giancarlo. Like we saw with Teixeira. I mean, course, how many Yankee fans still do. hate Teixeira? And we're like already him. hearing the Machado stuff that we heard with Cano back in the day. He doesn't hustle. He's a bad guy, this and that. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot more pressure because he's a big free agent. So, Well, and to be honest with you, fellas, look, we'll get into, I'm sure you're going to ask us, Ernie, we know. We Ernie, Ernie has been beating the drum for Manny Machado coming to the Yankees. Which is for like part the of the reason decade. why I didn't want Stan because I thought that it would because make it a lot more difficult Because you were thinking about the impact him. of yes. Machado sure. and how you would move and I around thought he's the team a better fit for the team than, than Stan was. I, for one, would actually be a okay if the Yankees didn't sign either one of these guys. If they didn't sign Machado or Harper, I would not necessarily have a big problem with it. Well, here's the issue I have with this whole Machado Harper thing. I, I've never begrudged the Yankees for spending money. You've got money, you should spend it. The whole point of getting under the luxury tax, I was under the impression, was to then spend on whatever the hell you on wanted. On this free agency. On this, this class. Do the Yankees need Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? No. I mean, I, I've come up with an offseason plan for the Yankees. doesn't include any of those guys. Well, and I think me and you were on the same page on this because the minute they got eliminated, I've been screaming about Murphy, 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 And Ernie, too. Murphy, we're Murphy. all in unison on we this. We all want Murphy on the Yankees makes, because he fits perfectly. Perfect he puts sense. the bat on the ball. He can play a bunch of different positions. And we talk about October. Sure. That's a guy you got – Confidence in that he'll deliver an and October. he can hit lefties for Which a lefty. He can hit lefties. Yeah. That's the the lefties, other guy. Lefties, forget it. The other guy I was high on is Michael Brantley, and I think he's similar in that. Look, the health is always going to be a concern with him, right? But he puts bat on ball. He's a good hitter, and to talk about the depth of the lineup, I think that's what they need. Now, I can't tell you they shouldn't sign Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. They're tremendous baseball players. How can I possibly tremendous young here? baseball players? Young in their prime. Yeah. So I get the negative that comes with it. Bryce strikes out a lot. Manny doesn't hustle. They're both kind of kooky when you think about it. They, are. they both kind of come with this weird baggage. edge. They have a little baggage. They do. But they're both great baseball players. So if the Yankees sign Bryce Harper, how the hell can any of us really criticize it? No, I, I agree think with about that. It. How and could we? To me, because the lineup is so right-handed and... Here's my one question to you, Ernie, because I know you want Machado here, and yep. your, I think, path to Machado is what? Trading away Stanton? Trade Stanton. See, yes. it makes a lot more path, sense if you can do that. Like, if you could trade Stanton and get Machado, I can understand it. Right. But if Stanton's going to be here, and let's just throw right. the hypothetical in there, right. that he's going to be here, the Dodgers don't want him. Right. If you get Machado, then what? Like, to say, oh, and Duhar just learned first base, it's – you guys know right, this. It's not, it's easy. not that easy. And the DH is filled because you're putting Stanton there That's most what I mean. Of the time. You have a DH, and the one thing the Yankees cannot do, I will lose my mind if Didi Gregorius is not on this team long-term because you talk <sighs> about intangibles. You talk about leadership. You talk about <laughs> all these things we can't measure by statistics. If Didi's not on this team in two years, I'm going to be well, sick. Well, first, we can't go into next season assuming he's going to come back, right? See, I think he's going to be back. Well, I, I can't assume that. One setback, he's out for the year. Can't I mean, think you about can't it. Come, you have to almost forget about him. Yeah, you have but to forget about him. But I'm thinking like August, September. Is that crazy? It's not crazy, but you can't rely on it. We have, no, I get that. Have we seen a fielder come back in a year after Tommy John surgery? I mean, TJ Rivera missed the whole year. Weeders Seager missed the whole missed year. Seager missed a good amount of time. Seager, Glaber missed the whole year. So I can't go into the season thinking he's this guy at shortstop. So then if it's not Machado, what is your answer at shortstop for next year? It's a good question. What I would do if you don't get Machado, 
You move, go over to shortstop. Yep, right. You sign Daniel Murphy yeah, like we exactly. discussed. Mm-hmm. And I also bring back Neil Walker. That's fine. Because I think Neil Walker liked being here, can play a bunch of different positions, and he showed you he can hit. The other guy I'd bring back is, is Hedge Maria. No, absolutely. Because he can pick it look. at shortstop. Well, but that, that's the thing about Murphy. We all know Murphy's not a great defensive second baseman. We all understand that. Right. We get that. But he can at least play the position in a, on a part-time, maybe even more than part-time basis while you're trying to fill the hole. You give yourself versatility. Eshavaria can play shortstop, and he can play it well. Glaber is going to get better defensively at I shortstop. That was what I was about well, to he's bring an up. He shortstop. Is. He is, but he looked really bad. No, he year. did. I agree with you. I mean, he was I, a butcher for two shortstop, weeks. Shortstop, I get it. Second base. What do you have? Fifteen errors this year. Well, he I was, mean, you know, a guy young. that would make I know the flashy young, play, but he wouldn't make. He, right. The routine play at times was right. an issue. I think he's going to get better. My problem is, what if he doesn't get better? What if he is this bad at shortstop? Well, next let's year? see. Let's see. Maybe he is. So I, the back, but then the backup plan is Echeverria, who's good. What about Iglesias? I mean, well, he's better okay. I think he's a better player than Echeverria. Well, I think fine. he is. That's I wouldn't fine. have a problem with that. I think and they, he puts the bat on the ball. Yes, he does. He does not strike out that guy. No, I, I think that's a similar kind of move, and I think that's a fine move if you do that. But I, I don't think you have to go big to replace no, Didi. No, 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 no. I think that if Didi comes back like you envision JJ and he's healthy and he's producing, then, yeah, I think he should be here long term. I have no problem with that. I think he does bring those intangibles. But I think in the short term, you have to plan as if, hey, he may not come back. He may have a setback. Murphy gives you that versatility. Walker gives you that versatility. But let's say he does come back. You've signed Manny Machado. Right. Well, now what do you do? Well, that's what, what I mean. What do you do? Right. Again, if you get rid of Stanton, yeah, Stan's gone. It, it makes, makes it all a easier. lot more sense. You can do a lot more mixing and matching, especially with Andujar right. and becoming and a DH. DH, third base every now and but then. But yep. if... Stanton is here. I got to be honest. I don't know how you exactly Stanton's going to be here. You guys are fantasizing. No, no, no. Not I, get rid I'm of with him. you. I, I said on the air. I said yeah. the minute after the playoff game, you mark my words, Stanton is a Yankee. He is, right. Will be. And I, that's what throws And that's why I don't thing. think Machado should be a Yankee because of that fit. But why can't you? Okay, first of all, who's the Yankee left fielder going into next year? That's a good question. Well, how about the guy the, that you just said, which was my idea originally? Say that one more time. Michael, oh, Michael Brantley. Brantley? Yes. Well, I like versatility. First of all, Giancarlo Stanton should play a lot of left field next year. Enough of this DH stuff. Enough of it. The guy's a young player. He's in his prime. He can be a fine I agree with that. He's fielder. got an arm. Especially, too, if you bring in now, obviously, Murphy is a guy that you won't want playing the field every day. Right. So, if you could DH him a couple of days a week. Absolutely. Or DH a guy like Andujar one or two days a week. Yes. I'm with you. Stanton's got to play the outfield, I would say, at least Three days a week. Well, he oh, also yeah. didn't play left field a lot this year because Gardner was a superior defensive player. Well, and, here's and he's not going to be on the team next year. Is Gardner back as a fourth outfielder? I don't want him back as a fourth outfielder. I See, don't. For me, that money, I, I don't. If we're going to look at the two old guys on this team, mm-hmm. Gardner and Sabathia, I think I'd be more okay with Gardner coming back for a one-year deal than Sabathia. Why and I've been a big CC guy. Enough. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that because I think they're unrelated in a way. I know why you're bringing them together because they are the veterans yes. and making decisions. Brantley, to me, replaces Brett Gardner. Well, that's fine. If they sign Brantley, I'm, I'm with you on and that. And he's an upgrade, I'm right? okay with that. So, I think that – and you have to be – you have to handle Brantley with care because of his yes. health issues. Can't play him seven so, days a week. You're not playing him – no way. That's the beauty of Stanton playing a lot of left field and DHing a little bit of Brantley, mm-hmm. too, and Stanton. Stanton can't be the DH. He can play he can't DH. He can't clog it up. He, he can't clog it up. No, I agree. Can't be a DH 140 right. times a year. This team Enough. shouldn't have a guy doing that. I agree. Sanchez should be DHing a lot more. Murphy will be DHing if they sign him. Yep. And they can't have are. one guy for that position anymore. Everybody. Everybody gets to do it. But I think they have to start to view Stanton as a left fielder. Don't think of him as a DH. He should have nothing to right. do with Manny Machado. Why? Because they're both right-hand hitters and they make a lot of money? Why should that matter? They should have nothing to do. So when you say, yeah. But then Andohar is the permanent DH then. Not necessarily. I think there's options. First of all, you could trade Miguel Andujar. Yeah. Well, now let me Miguel ask you this: He's at what his do peak you think? Value. What do you think you could get for Andujar? Okay. I mean, just throwing it out there. I don't know. I'll give you a name. I think the Yankees should target. Now, I'm not saying this. I'm doing Andujar for him. I think you guys should target Robbie Ray. He's young. I'm not giving up Andujar I, for Ray. That's why I preface okay, it by good. saying I'm not necessarily doing that deal. I'm just talking about. The kind of guys I would target are young, controllable, high upside starting pitchers. Robbie Ray's a guy I'd go after. I don't think I'd offer Andahar for him, but Robbie Ray's got a huge upside. No, he's got good stuff, but it's funny. You're linking 
one Arizona pitcher via trade. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the other guy who. Yeah, Corbin's going to take Can we just assume that on. he's a Yankee next year? <laughs> well, listen, he's going to spend a lot of time talking about this. I, Ernie, I'm with you. He grew up idolizing Andy Pettit. Right. He is a Syracuse guy. Right. I think oh, it's geez. his queer. No, you know, he's, he's young from enough. Central New York. No, I know, but I mean, no, he's young enough. Syracuse guy. Yeah, so I mean, makes total, that makes two of them. He makes uh, total <laughs> sense, and I'm just going to put him on the Yankees. No more debate about it. I agree. Patrick I think Corbin, Corbin will be a Yankee. Okay. Look, I don't think Robbie Ray may be the guy that fits this, but I would at least – I say this about Met players, too. I'd investigate the market. The guy may win rookie of the year. I think he'll get better defensively. I think you have the option of beginning to teach him first base. You have the option of keeping him at third base. But I would be really curious what I could get for him. I think that's I'd be fair. curious. Now, listen, I would like to see him here for a long period of time, okay. personally. But sure. I like him a lot. I do, too. He Who would you deal more, Glaber or Miguel? Who are you more attached to? You know what I love about Miguel and I, I really want to keep both. Well, I do. Can. If you I can. had to trade one, I, I think Glaber will be the better player. I love Miguel okay. Andahar as just a bad ball hitter. And I think that'll play in the playoffs. And that he's just going to go up there and he'll get fooled on the pitch and he'll still serve a single in the right. Field. I agree with that. He'll swing at a ball at his eyes. Right. He'll hit All a ball right. in the third. And we talk about contact, contact, contact. He was one of the guys yes. on this team that mm-hmm. was making a ball out of contact. Would you trade Andahar for James Paxton? Wow. That's a really juicy trade. You like that How one? About we I go like James Paxton pitching first, then figure out if we're going to go for a trade. I, that's a fair thing. I'm just saying that I would, when you think about Manny. I'd have to think long and hard about that. When you think about Manny and that fact, there's a lot of ways you can handle it. And one of the ways you handle it is you take a guy like Andahar who's at his peak value and you deal him. It's all hypotheticals, yes. but I think that it's worth seeing what's out there. For Andujar, I agree with you. I would keep Torres over Andujar. Doesn't mean I'm looking to trade Andujar. Means I got to see what's out there. He's got a lot of value, and sometimes those deals make the most sense. Where you've got this really good young position player for this really good young pitcher, and the way the Yankees are built, that's a trade that sort of makes sense for them right now. Now I'm curious to see Washington. Where exactly are they going in the offseason? We know Harper's not going back there. Are they going to trade Scherzer? Is he no not way. going back there? I, I could see him going back You there. think he's going back? I, no, I think they yeah. made it. They kind of made it as clear as day that final weekend of the year. That, that was it. I did get a sense that it felt like there Didn't was closure like the to end? it. It did, but I just, I still you think You don't know what the market's going to be for I wouldn't Harper. be surprised if he see, went I think Harper's going to the Cubs. I think the Cubs are going to make a splash. I think the Cubs are ticked off. They couldn't score down a stretch of the year. He's buddies with Bryant. His dog's name Wrigley. Yeah. I think Harper's <laughs> going to the Cubs. That was always my prediction about Bryce. He would end up with Chicago. If not the Yankees. Yeah, the last two months I've kind of felt the way Ernie felt that he's going to get back in D.C. Do you think he has back? See, but I'd say I Nationals think or Cubs. the quest with Harper and whether or not he goes back there could kind of alter their, you know, viewpoint on the offseason. Well, what are they doing? Well, maybe they say, all right, we lose Harper. Maybe we're going to get into a position where we're looking to retool. Oh, bit. Max Scherzer. That's what well, you're thinking. No, I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> I was actually going to say Steven Strasburg. Oh, God. I was going to say Steven Strasburg. He's yeah. under control. Yeah. He's got a high upside. We know what he can be right, when he's sure. right. Makes a lot now of money. He's under control, but he makes a lot of money. And that's a big, big hell for us. For the now, are you one of these anything. guys that says the Yankees need another ace? Because I'm more in the no. camp of no. let's just get a bunch of quantity guys that are solid and see if we could go to war with that. Because if you invest in an ace like they tried to do with Sonny Gray, they thought he was an ace. It, that really worked out That, that can go very sour very quickly. <laughs> and we saw with the Red Sox, you don't need – I mean, they had two aces in price and sale, but that's not why they won. They won because they had guys like Evaldi and Porcello pitching out of their minds. No, and listen, if you tell me in the offseason, the Yankees end up with Patrick Corbin, mm-hmm. Jay Happ, maybe it's Charlie Morton. You want Jay Happ back? I do. I like Jay uh, for the right price. I thought he did a good job. I would be A-OK if Jay Happ's back on like a two-year, $30 million contract. Yeah, back of the rotation guy, though. Right? You don't I have guess. to think of him as an ace. He gives you innings. He can handle New York. He's not going to be intimidated whatsoever. The one thing I cannot see the Yankees doing, and listen, him. I am so thankful for what CC Sabathia brought to this team. I loved him. He was a Well, you're really done with him. Jeez. Enough. No, I'm sorry. I can't have starters going three or four innings in playoff games. Welcome, enough. Welcome enough, to 2018. Enough. So, no, no, but it was, it was the last straw watching no, him in that I Red understand. Sox start. Thank you. Goodbye. And who was the other name? You said Morton? I like Charlie Morton. Now you've got two older guys that you're just signing to back for this team. Morton's but I don't think you're going to have to give him a long-term 36. deal. But I said Corbin would be my priority. Yeah, I know, but you're signing two guys in the mid-30s and over that for this team. I just, Let me get this straight. I'm, I got a name for you. Yeah, go ahead. Garrett Richards. Is he a free agent? Yes. 
31. Always hurt. He's always though. hurt. Always That's hurt. That's the risk with knee him. injuries. It's yeah. one arm injury, right? Yeah. It's been one arm injury. I mean, you talk about a by low guy. I'd be okay with that. Depends on the contract, though. Also depends on the way the rest of the rotation is going to be built. Because if you look at the Yankee rotation going into next year, right now, here's what we know. We know Severino's going to be there. We're Correct. just not sure which one's showing up. Mm-hmm. The guy from the first half of the year, the guy from the second half of the year, we don't know. We know Tanaka's going to be there. And I've moved past the whole Tanaka's going to eventually break down any time. He is. He is. He's remarkable. It's been a while now. You almost well, have to I just mean, accept now, Evan, it. By the way, if he blows out his elbow in May, I'm blaming you. So I'm going to remember this conversation. If it happens, expect some nasty text messages. I can imagine. That's all I'm going to say. Well, but are you kind of relaxed about him now? Or are you still worried? No. I mean, listen, he's You're a relaxed. pro. Okay. I, you know, it's to the point now where I feel like he can manage it. Okay. I feel like he's a tough SOB. And, man. I love that guy. Well, he's a spot. money pitcher. He's got the same chance of getting hurt as any other pitcher we have. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think that's where we moved with him. I think any pitcher is capable right. of getting hurt. I just hurt, wanted but... to give you some crap. Yeah, I get it. Listen, yeah. I won the Red Sox World Series, so clearly I'm on fire lately. Uh, we know those two guys are in the rotation. The rest of it's a lot of questions. That's why I would dangle one of my young bats to see what kind of young, controllable starting pitcher is out there. They're going to sign Patrick Corbin. I know we all thought they would sign Otani, and it turned out not to be yeah. the case. But Corbin, this guy's goes, actually saying he wants to be here. Yeah, like you said, he wants he's going to, be to be here. He grew up rooting for the team. He will be a Yankee, and they need a left-handed starter. Oh, absolutely. The rotation. It's perfect. They need lefty starters and lefty bats. That's what they need. I agree. Give me, and eventually, I'm going to go through the diamond on guys like first base and whatnot. But give me the guys, and you kind of hinted at it already. Charlie Morton, Corbin, your targets in this offseason in the JJ General Manager world. Well, Corbin, we're talking pitching, right? The, the whole shebang, but we'll start with the pitch. Well, listen, Corbin, target one. Okay. Murphy, target two. Okay. I want Murphy on this team. I agree with you. You have sold me now on this Michael Brantley idea. Oh, yeah, I'm is. in on this. There you go. I'm in on this. Now, if you would have told me Brantley a month ago, I'd be like, geez, the guy's never right. He's never on the field. But I see what you're trying to do there. I'm in on it. I like it. You got to handle him with care. You got to have maintenance with him. They need to add another starting pitcher in addition yes. to Corbin. Yes. The question is, is it to Ernie's point? Is it a Garrett Richards? Is it a Jay Happ? Um, is it Dallas Keuchel? I, for one, would not go near Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, I wouldn't do I that. think he's on the downside of his career, you know, relying on the off-speed stuff. I do not want the Yankees going near Keuchel. That's the... The, the prototypical Yankee move of, like, the mid-2000s. And that, to me, is the biggest concern in this offseason. I cannot have this be the Yankee mentality from, like, 2005. You know what I mean? Like, those offseasons. So what would that be? Well, Randy just, Johnson. Yeah, like, Bobby getting Vasquez. guys, you know, living on the back of their baseball card right. and not for what you're going to give me in the future. Sure. Like, prioritizing Gary Sheffield, who was a good Yankee. Over Vladimir Guerrero. I don't know how many guys fit that mold in free agency. But that's kind of why I don't want Morton and Jay Happ. These guys are older yeah. already. I want the younger guys. But you're getting, the young, but you're getting one young yet. star. All right, so if you if you tell me right now the Yankees in this offseason get Murphy, mm-hmm. contact it an outfielder, whoever it may be. doesn't have to be Michael Brantley, but contact it an outfielder. I'd have to look to see who else is out there. Um, you tell me they end up with Corbin. Mm-hmm. They end up with another starter of some sort. Right. Happ. Richards, Morton, I'm okay with it. And then a defensive, you know, infielder. You need a reliever to replace Robertson? Or, no, I Britain? want Robertson back. You want Robertson back? What about Britain? He's gone, Britain I assume. Britain is gone. He's getting closer money. You, the Yankees are not bringing him back. And you're not replacing him back? I, I do you would. want him going to Boston? Because that's where he's going. Well, listen, the Yankees don't bring him back. I would love to see Britain back, but I don't think he will be back. You I don't want to face him in Boston. Think about this. You have one he more... wasn't that. He was good with the Yankees. He was no, not great. No, I, He'll be actually, better, though. I right, think with a, a f- more time removed from that Achilles injury, you have to think he's going to be better. I, it's also going to cost you probably, what, $15, 60000000 million Fair, a year. but remember, Dellen Batanzas has one year left of arbitration, and then he's gone, and you're probably going to let him go. He's going to be 32 years old, 31 years Isn't old. Isn't that crazy? Batanzas is going to be 31 I know. or 32. Especially because you faced him. Didn't I you did. face him in I high school? I want it bad. Yeah, just hit a little <laughs> dribble down the third base Well, let me line. get this straight. Yes. So when you face Batanzas, you hit a dribbler. When you faced me, I struck you out. You're a lefty. I can't hit lefty. <laughs> you throw junk. I can't hit a lefty. I can't and junk. My approach, first of all, it was 40 degrees outside. Oh, here so we go. I'm not, right. I'm not a cold-weather baseball player. So, you know, next time I faced you, you know, I, I won't waste any time. I think that was I can't the wait. issue. I can't wait. Too, too many pitches. So, you said you want to contact outfielder. So, let's go through some of the names real quick to see if you have a list here. I'm curious. I've not gone through it entirely. Uh, Borjos. No, right? No, don't. <laughs> Gregor Blanco. Melky. Rajai Davis. Daniel Descalso. 
Uh, Marwin Gonzalez. I know Evan wants him. Marwin Gonzalez an is a name. perfect fit for everybody. Plays everywhere. Well, yep. think about him for the Yankees for a second, because I'm glad you brought him up. If you sign Marwin Gonzalez, number one, you damage the Astros. That hurts mm-hmm. them, yes. Damage him. Number two, he could be the shortstop. I mean, or, the second, or the second baseman. Or the, or the third or baseman. Or base. the outfielder. Or the first baseman. So he can be that outfielder you're talking about. He could be the shortstop you're talking about. Think about this. What team would Marwin Gonzalez not fit? His right. no, he versatility fits makes, you, makes him fit everywhere. I agree And of with course that. I want him for the Mets. Why wouldn't I? That's a good name. Marwin Gonzalez is a very good name. He could really he could answer three of the problems. He didn't, have you a great, up. he didn't have a great year with the Astros, but you know what? Been in a postseason, the versatility is yep. great, and he's a switch hitter. I'm in. He's a switch, and he's also not that old. He's 30, which is not crazy for free. I wonder agent. what he'd be looking for, though. Is he a guy that would take a tour? You're gonna have to give Marlon Gonzalez five years. I don't think so, right? It's all about four. see the thing with the market for these free agents, guys. You know, obviously, look, Machado, Harper, mm-hmm. Corbin, the big guys are getting their money. We right. all know that. For these like complimentary pieces, even a guy like Murphy, you look last year. How many free agents were sitting out there waiting till the end yeah, of February for a contract? Is that going to happen That's again? Why Evans' new GM wanted to boycott a protest. <laughs> Brody did. He wanted to protest the whole thing. It, it depends with Marwin what they're basing him on. Two years ago, in 2017, or a year ago, I guess it's only a year ago, I think he would get what you said. I think he would get a big deal. I he didn't have the greatest year last year, so are they going to be paying him from the guy from this past year or the guy from the year earlier who drove in 90 runs at a 900 OPS? I don't know. It's all about how many teams are not interested in him. I think a lot of teams should be interested in him. I think he's a great fit. I think you know, especially now when you're relying so much on the bullpen, you have so few guys off the bench. Signing a guy like Marwin Gonzalez, I mean, it's I almost uh, having an extra guy down there. No, he's because he could play just everywhere. I think the Yankees could be in on him. They should be. Yeah. I mean, seriously, ask, the, ask yourself this. What team wouldn't be in on Marwin Gonzalez? I still prefer Brantley. Bum teams. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to. Now, what is his strikeout rate out of curiosity? Last year, he struck out 126 times, most in his career, and he did it in 145 games. The year before, he struck out 99 times in 134 games. That's kind of average. It is, which yeah. is sickening. Still, uh, that's I mean, where Brantley listen, gives you. Pause for the course now. Guys strike out 100 times. Yeah, it's that's not, like average. But it's, not guys like Brantley. Not no. guys like Murphy. And that's what the Yankees should be looking that's for. That's what makes those guys kind of special because, you know, I even talk about Mookie Betts, how he doesn't strike out that much. He still strikes out. It's just in this day and age, it's such a little number. Listen to Brantley. This is crazy. 143 games, struck out 60 times. That's crazy. 60. That is that's insane. half that's, Marwin that's Gonzalez. three weeks for Stanton. <laughs> three weeks. Stanton, Judge. And he did it with a 300, 300 batting average. And I guarantee if you put Michael Brantley in Yankee Stadium, his home run totals would go up. Obviously. And Murphy, too, obviously. Yeah. Murphy will have 25 there. Well, that's, that's one thing. You know, people kind of disregard the idea of left-handed bats for the Yankee Stadium Short porch. No, that's a big deal. Yeah, no, it matters. Not only gets right-handed pitching, it's a big deal. It just hit a pop fly 314 feet over the wall. You just don't want to fall in love with it. If you're Murphy, you don't right. want him going there. You don't like, want like him turning into a guy that goes from like a 280-290 hitter to like a 240 hitter like because McCann. he wants to hit Because Brian McCann came here, saw the right field porch, and said, I'm just going to swing for home runs. And no, we saw a, a worse version of him. I like to think Brantley and Murphy are, are professional enough yeah, and better enough so. to say, I'm just going to hit the way I've always hit. And I hope that those line drives just jump. Line of pop-ups for them. So that's your offseason. Is there anything else from that? No, I'm okay. If they let go of Britain and they bring back Robertson, if one of those two guys comes back, I have to be honest, I'm prioritizing Robertson. And you know what? You still have a good bullpen because I think you're banking on Tommy Canely being better. He was terrible this past season. The year before, he was a lot better after the trade. And even uh, Herman could be pretty good out of the bullpen. Herman or a guy like Luaziga. Luaziga looked really good. Well, it was weird. Luaziga came back from the injury. And I think it was out in Oakland. Mm-hmm. He had a great relief. That's outing. the appearance I'm thinking of. And then yeah. his next one was terrible. It was terrible. It? And then the Yankees basically disregarded the idea that he was going to be a part of their bullpen. And here's another thing, guys. We haven't mentioned his name. What are the Yankees thinking about with Justice Sheffield next year? Yeah. Is Justice Sheffield the guy that they're very high on? Let's say he's not going to be traded. Can he be a candidate to be a part of their rotation he next be. year? He, he should, should be. be. Yeah, when you build this rotation, the way I look at it is – to your point, and to everybody's point, sign Patrick Corbin. I would make a trade for a guy with an upside, the Robbie Ray mold, what they did with Nadia Valdi a few years ago. James Paxton, if he becomes available, though I think Paxton's more established than others. But Robbie Ray had a pretty good year two years ago. And I would look at my fifth spot as, hey, it could be Justice Sheffield. 
Now, Montgomery's not a guy to think about because the odds are he's not going to be back to what, middle of the season, August. Jordan Montgomery? And that was a big about underrated it. loss for the Yankees. Huge. He was real. He was the guy that I thought was really coming on. I sure. really like them. No, I think he's got, and I think he still has that potential, but it's just a huge setback. You nah, can't plan on him this year. No, if he you comes can't. back no. in August, September, you're happy about it. But I would have a competition that allowed Justice Sheffield at least a chance to win a spot in this rotation. No, it's totally fair. Should I'm absolutely have six a... starting pitchers with him being the sixth. Well, guy. and that's the thing, fellas. You can't. I know we say it every year, and it's a cliche, but it's true. You can't have enough. Never. You can't have enough. It is a given that either somebody's going down with a massive injury, or somebody's going to stink up the joint. Like you yeah, got to have Sonny options. Gray. Oh yeah, Sonny Gray. You have to have six, maybe seven guys, and hope a couple of them hit and just take off, and then you go from there. You figure out where your five is. Better and... chance of happening: Sonny Gray being in the Yankee rotation, or Giancarlo Stanton being traded. I think Stan being traded. <laughs> I think I stumped Jeez. you with that one. That's, I think Stan being traded. I mean, can I? Sonny Gray is a There's lot no way to be Gray's gone. Back. I mean, when, when do you see a GM ever basically say, you never. know, at the end of a year? I blew it. You know, it's one thing at the middle of a year, like a guy like Cabrera, who we right. all know is getting traded. Yeah, we're going right. to. No, no, no. Cashman basically said, it's not a good fit. See you, pal. It's part of why I really bye like bye. Cashman. You could kind of cut your losses and say, look, we gave up a lot. They gave up a lot in that trade. And we still don't know what those three guys are going to be. Caprillion's coming off that injury. Um, what was he? Fowler. Uh, Dustin Fowler. Yeah. We saw in the majors. And Mateo, I don't know what he's ever going to be. But, hey, that could really turn out to be a horrible trade. Yeah, we talk about it almost like draft capital. Like, that's trade capital. These are guys you could have exactly. used to get somebody else. Well, and again, and I was on the side of this. So, I hate to toot my own horn. I wanted Verlander so bad for the Yankees. Did you really? Yeah, yeah because didn't. here was, was my wrong. thought. He coming to a pennant race yeah. was going to bring out the best of him. And a lot of people looked at him like he was done. I thought he was the done. Year before, but, Evan, the year before, he was second in the Cy Young voting. I get that, but I looked at his age and his innings and said, I think he's done. I can understand that. I See, I didn't buy it. And I was like, hey, you put right. him in a pennant race. It was the money race. also. Because that yeah. was a lot of money when they're trying to get under the luxury tax. Well, that was a factor, too. the money too. now. Yeah. Look, who wouldn't pay 26 that 27 for Justin Verlander? The luxury tax, which is the issue. They didn't want to hit him to be the reason they went over and didn't reset this. Well, year. listen, if they could do it over again, oh Justin Verlander yeah. and John Carlos Stanton. Well, if they could I do mean, it over again, on. they probably would trade for Gary Cole also. Sure. Well, that was another guy. And I have to be honest, I want to know part of him. Yeah. I was, and maybe you get, see, this happens a lot when you watch a certain guy versus the locals. Anytime I would watch mm-hmm. Garrett Cole against the Mets, <laughs> he would stink. And I'd be like, geez, this is, a guy, this, guy. this is a guy who's going to be a number one or number right. two in the American League East. And look, he was great. Well, what does Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander have in common? They got their little pixie dust in Houston. And now they all got of a sudden spin the rate working. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that spin rate, that magical spin rate, whatever they're doing. You know what there. I think of with Verlander and that could have been trade? Because they could have had him, obviously. Is I think of well, if the Yankees would have traded for Verlander, they win in the World Series, right? The Astros aren't trading for him, and you probably beat them. You win the World Series. I think a shilling. How close the Yankees came to getting Kurt Schilling, uh, as opposed to Randy such Johnson a jerk, a year later. But I mean, that was the guy in 2004 they needed to get Imagine because they lost him. Pettit, oh. which made me sick. Mm-hmm. By the way, that was one of my worst days as a Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. That was when Andy Pettit signed with the Houston you Astros. Wake up and you almost don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, it was like horrifying to me. And then they end up with, you know, I can't believe I'm. Saying these names on a podcast, I did not expect that today. Go ahead, Javier Vasquez, <laughs> Ugh. Kevin Brown, yeah. Ugh. Then a following year, Jared Wright, Ugh. yeah. Remember Jared Randy Wright with Johnson. the big water tobacco pitching? Oh. Tory pitching him in Game Four against the Tigers. I mean, that was oh. that was Joe's. I, a lot of people say Joe's lowest moment was the 04 championship series. No, 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 it was that time. Remember who pitched the, the Tiger game in Game Four? Game Three Jeremy was Rogers. Bonderman. Jeremy Bonderman. Jeremy Bonderman. Well, I know because I probably <laughs> had one too many glasses of Jameson my freshman year of Syracuse. Right. That was like one of my. I think Ernie will agree with this. This might have been like my worst day as a Yankee fan because oh, the Yankees lost to the Tigers in the yes. afternoon. And then I got to sit there and watch your Mets. What happened? That was like the, the two Damn times right. in my life where the Mets went deeper in the playoffs than the Yankees. That's right. Oh, six. Didn't last long. And I got to be honest with you, Evan. Well, 15. I think the Mets in 06 would have beat the Yankees in the World Series. Oh, yeah. I it thought the, the Mets in 06 to me were the best team in baseball. They were. They just. Wow. I mean, Andy Chavez. Well, you know what? The that... roars of the Molina home run may still be heard from the Flint dormitories oh. at Syracuse. Oh, I was doing a lap. I was doing the summer's lap up on the dorms. See, this is what I'm talking See, there are Yankee fans that have that hatred towards the Mets. Well, and here's the thing. No, no, no. And here is my thing. And I love you personally, obviously. I love a lot of the Mets fans personally. I've now seen this Red Sox machine <laughs> win. You don't want to see it. 2004, it would have been no debate who I'm rooting for. I would have rooted for the match. I would have done it twice. Now, 
I, it's sickening, but I've almost become numb right. to You're the idea to of it. the Red Sox oh, winning. I agree. The Mets winning the World Series, me sitting here taking calls, <laughs> dealing with the Mets fan, I, 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 it would be like, I don't know what I would do with myself. I was sitting in my dorm in that game after Andy Chavez makes the catch, and I sat on my chair, I said, dear God. How are they I've not already, winning? I've That's already, what I said. How I've are said, they not winning? I've already seen the Red Sox do this to us, coming back from down three. Yeah. You can't do this to me. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Well, I'm sorry we brought it up, but I mean, you know, it's just sure you never know where we're going. In fairness, one last thing about this where I completely get where you're coming from. If the Patriots are playing the Dolphins in the AFC Championship game, not even a question. You're rooting for the Patriots. I'm rooting for the Patriots for the exact reason you gave. I'm numb to the Patriots' success. I can't live in a world in which you're dancing up and down. The Dolphin fans, Stephen Howard Peach, are all celebrating a Super Bowl. Can't live with that. So I get where you're coming from with that. I do. But that series was lost not only in Game 7, but Game 2 and Game 5. How about Tom Glavin hold a lead in Game 5? How about Hall that? Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah, Hall of Fame pay is, but he can kiss my ass. I was going to say, Hall of Fame and then uh, the 2007 Marlins. Oh, Marshall. Jesus. All right, Thanks, Kelly. Can we get back to the Yankees? Evan wants us to get back to the Yankees. I can't blame him. All right, so I got a few more relievers I want to throw at you guys. Go ahead. Andrew Miller. I'd bring him in on a one-year deal. Buy a low deal. I want nothing to do see, with no, him. See, I'm with you. He's Long injured deal. And by the way, Andrew Miller's going to be a Met. I can see it. I can see it. That's happening. I can see it. Kelvin Herrera. He looked really bad with I the agree. I'm staying away from terrible. him. He's got the postseason pedigree, but I'm staying away. Here's the uh, positive about Kelvin Herrera. Not 30 yet, or right. if he is, he's, he's just turned 30. He's, he's very young for relievers. Who else? Cody Allen? He sucks. I don't want any uh, any part of Cody Allen. But those are already no the only two guys I'm looking at. We have Chad Green. We have, I mean, we've got a little bullpen Jay already. Familia, you want him? No. No. He might be no. back on the Mets, too. Uh, Joe Kelly? Uh, I can't, I, no, I can't no, see just that for face. the optic. Right. No, no. I want Joe Kelly for the Mets. I think I could see him really developing now into a solid, solid arm out of the bullpen. Adam Ottavino. I like him. He had a career year. I like him. But, he's, he's, not pitching, but he's been pitching in Colorado. Yeah, what does that mean? So the fact that he could master Colorado the way that he did, I think is a very encouraging you know, sign. With these relievers, he's going to make a lot of money, though. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Of course he is. Yeah. The, the one guys who got paid last year were relievers. And this is, these are some really good relievers that are out there. And they're going to get paid. I, I would just be worried because you're always it felt like a, career a guy year. who has the best year of his life and now is going into free agency. Yeah. I can understand it. Yeah. I can understand it. Now, Ernie, what's your plan? Because I've heard you talk about Manny and this and that. Give me your, you're the GM of the Yankees. What are we hearing? Oh, real quick. John Margomez. <laughs> Stop <No>. it. John <laughs> Margomez. Okay. These are Mets signings, not Yankee signings. What are you doing? All right. So my, is Stan on the team or off the team? He's on the team. Stan's on, on the, the team. team. Getting Murphy. Signing Brantley. Signing Corbin. I'm re-signing Britain just because I don't want him to go to Boston. I like Evan's idea of finding a guy who's by low out there, like a Ray, maybe a Godley from Arizona. You guys love the Arizona. I mean, we've mentioned like the entire Max Arizona. Max Scherzer. Scherzer. <laughs> who's the other Matt, one? Was, yeah, there's somebody else. There's another guy. Who came. Uh, who is the oh, other Bauer, guy? Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. These are all former Diamondbacks. Guys, I'm telling you, you, they develop pitchers and get rid of them before and, they And, and, and Didi. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Arizona, is it like pitching in that park? Where, like, you leave there and you just feel like, you know. Well, they put in that, that humidifier there, didn't they? Because the ball was sailing out. It was jumping out of that place. Yeah. I like the idea of finding a guy who's been struggling with another team and adding him to our team, hoping that he becomes the next Catch Jake Arrieta. The next Jake Arrieta, yes. The next Dallas Keuchel for whatever. So who would be the starter that would fit that mold for you? Is it Garrett uh, Richards? I like Garrett Richards a lot, yeah. And that would be a guy to add. And, like, if Evan could find me a deal for Godley or Robbie Ray where I'm not giving up Miguel Andahar, I'm doing that. I think you can. The Yankees still have a really deep farm system. And yeah. the Diamondbacks are making it obvious that they're rebuilding. I think they would trade him. Why wouldn't they trade him? Guys, here's one thing we haven't mentioned yet, and we're talking about Arizona. Is there any way the Yankees would be in on Paul Goldschmidt? I knew we'd get there at um, some point. I mean, it's going to cost you a ton. A ton. Well, but if we and, and I don't like the idea that he's right-handed, but I mean, listen, he's, and he strikes and he out puts, a lot. Does he strike out a ton? He does. He does yes. What's the what's the rate on that? He's got to strike out one fifty a year, easy. I had Paul Goldschmidt in fantasy for many many years. I finally decided to trade him, which turned out to be a good trade. Yeah, I care. don't think the Yankees would be in on trading for him, but I'm just one seventy three last year. That's a lot of strikeouts. And the year before that, one forty seven, one fifty, one fifty one. So he is in that one fifty. And if you were going to take the elite prospects. And you're going to involve them for a deal. And it's going to take elite prospects to get Goldschmidt. Sure. Even a guy like Andujar. 
I'm going to do that. I might as well use those guys to go get a elite starting That's pitcher. what I'm saying. I agree. Plus, I, I love Goldie. He's going to be 32 in the uh, late next season. I, do you really want to go do that? He's 32 no, years old. No, I agree. So we're on the same page contract. on this. None of us want a trade for Paul Goldschmidt. Right. No, and I, to finish up mine, I'm signing, sorry, I'm signing Machado also. Well, I, I mean, come on. And and we, not, we, we but even, that. I mean, you look at the team, though. He's going to be, what, 26 now next yes. year? Yeah. I mean, this is a generational talent at 26 years old. I can play shortstop or third base who doesn't strike out a lot, who steals you 10 to 15 bases, who hits for power, who hits 300, which a lot of guys don't do anymore. This isn't a move for next year. It's the move for the next seven to ten years. No, you're taking a long-term with Machado. And your plan is but shortstop. But it's very tough. Yeah, but My plan is shortstop, yeah. And I'm not putting Didi, Glaber there. Didi's back, and then what are you doing? Didi's DH. End of the year? Or yeah. No, July, Didi's after back. next year, I'm not bringing Didi back. So you let See, go. I can't do that. Okay. I can't justify that. You could sell me on Machado coming here. Even though I would not sign him personally, I would not. And right. here's another thing that concerns me about Machado. You have a lot of young, impressionable players on this team. Oh, see? But no, he's, he's going to go to the hole. No, no, no. He's 26. Isn't he's going to come in and immediately take Poison He's going right? to have a big presence in the locker room, a Sanchez, a Torres. You know, these guys are going to gravitate to a young uh, Manny Machado. That scares me a little bit, Ernie. But what's the bad of Manny Machado besides him sliding hard in the second base? and? Oh, he's a dirty player. Come on I mean, now. Who cares about that? No, no, no. He's a dirty player. Is who Pete cares? Rose a dirty player? He's a dirty player. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I like the edge that Pete Rose brought. Okay. That's a much different thing than Machado oh, stepping oh, on the guys at first base. He yes, ran over a catcher in the All-Star game no and ruined his that. career. Right, Can I just say, real quick, no, real I'm quick. not having to have different. a problem with it either, JJ. Why is it different? It's very different. They both played the game kind of dirty. But and I like both of when them. When you're going in balls to the wall at home plate, that's... Part of the game. Well, what was that game? Guys it's an first... all-star game. Well, listen. At the time, <laughs> the all-star game, I know for us, this is kind of crazy. I understand. That was like the well, whole series. This what is a playoff play game thing. is the play that bothers you about Manny? Is it because Jesus Aguilar doesn't want to play first base? So he's got yeah, but you know what? No, 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 no. What's the, the problem? You're out by a mile. Don't step on a guy's oh, foot at first stop. base. You got the soft. No, I'm not soft. I thought that was outrageous. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Who cares if he's dirty? This isn't football where you can get a personal foul 15 yards. This isn't the NBA where you can get a technical foul. If other teams hate us because of Manny Machado, what do I care? I don't care if he slides hard into Xander Bogarts and pisses him off. Yeah, it's, Who it's gives the, a damn it, if me, they're upset at us because he's a dirty player? If Machado comes here, hits in the clutch, and is great, you're going to deal with those he aspects. He could kick his main first baseman as he wants. I, I don't care. <laughs> but when you have a culture within the team where it feels like the Yankees are trying to go about things the right way, right. you know, there's a way they handle their business. Now, their defense was terrible. But, like, it seemed like the Yankees are very much like a together group. You do worry about a guy coming in, a guy who is not hustling. And, look, the Cano hustle, it was what it was, but he was your guy. When you bring in somebody from another organization. He's going to get criticized. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I know that. Everybody knows that. And if you start seeing Glaber not hustling, you start seeing Sanchez not hustling. Well, you've already seen Sanchez not hustling. Well, I get well, seen the play first. But hustling. again, that becomes like the fabric of your team. It's concerning. Okay. I think the biggest decision is Ernie made it clear. He brings in Manny. Didi's gone. Your biggest issue besides Manny's Didi. issues is that you want Andahar on this team. You want Didi on this team. You want Glaber on this team. And unless you're moving Andahar to first base, it's just not all going to fit. Correct. All right. Doesn't Didi, wait, doesn't Didi's age concern you a little bit? Not really. I mean, how much? How many more years are you going to have him at shortstop? Four years. He's going to be 29 next year. So he'll be 30 when he comes back for the 2020 season if you resign him like him you want to. I give him a four or five-year contract. Well, can I defend this, though? Uh, I'm going to defend the Didi end of things. Yep. I get he's a few years older than Manny. Yes. Would you agree that at this moment in time, mm-hmm. Didi Gregorius is a better defensive shortstop than Manny Machado? Yes. Hands okay. down. All right, good. We, we all agree on that? Hands yeah. down. I, would, I don't think Didi's going to get the contract that you fear. No, he's not getting $25 million. Well, he was four coming years. off Tommy John surgery. He was going no way. To. He's not now. I don't he was even, on track for I don't that. know if he uh, was. I don't really? think so. A guy who's hitting 25 home runs at shortstop lefty? Go name the teams that we're going to offer him all, this, all these after years. After next year? We'd have to get to after next year for me to see where the shortstops are. I think you can get him for 18 to 20 million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a lot of years either. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that aspect of it. And the Yankees are going to value him more than other teams because of the yes. ballpark yes. and the intangibles he yes. brings to that given team. Him being a lefty matters more to the Yankees than it would any other team. Yes. Let me quickly go around the diamond. You guys are all rational about Gary Sanchez. He'll be oh, fine not as even the cl- catcher. And let me tell you something. And this is something that has been like pent up in me. And I haven't talked. I've texted you about it yes. every now and again. Not you, because, listen, you don't share the rooting interest of the Yankees. That's fine. Fans. You don't have to apologize. No, 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 no. But that's why you don't get the text. Uh, that's fine. I, I cannot stand 
stand, stand these morons. And that's what they are. They are morons who are going to sit here and tell me the Yankees are a better team with Austin Robot behind the plate. I sit there and I'll do shows. Yeah, we got to play Robot every day. I'm like, what are you guys drinking? Uh, what are you guys watching? I don't care if Gary Sanchez. Now, look, I don't want him hit 180 again. Right. But, like, we're talking about a playoff series. You roll the goddamn dice <laughs> that he's going to do what he did to David Price and wreck a ball game. I mean, and by the way, without him, we probably get swept. You, in you guys watched all these. You guys watched all these postseason games. Of course. You know, we spent so much time talking about Sanchez and his defense. Oh, thank you. How bad was the, everybody? It was an epidemic. More Maldonado to Grandal yeah. um, to guys in Milwaukee. Nobody could block the ball. It's true. Except for the Red Sox, by the way. Yeah, I know, right? They, they, they could do Leone everything. Christian you know, they, could, they could do everything. But um, <laughs> around baseball, you know, if we were in L.A. doing sports radio. Oh, we'd be killing Grandal. And guess what? Grandal, he ain't Gary Sanchez. No, right. it, not, not right. at all. And they ended up benching him. Barnes ended up playing. Um, but I don't know. If, I don't know also if you, forget. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sanchez is still really young. I know. Jorge Posada, and I obviously kill Jorge Posada all the time, but Jorge Posada's full, first full year, I believe he was 26. Sanchez is 25. So he's already had two years behind the plate of learning defensively how to how to catch in the major well, leagues. So now this next one, two years, I, I expect to see a lot of growth from him. Well, that's going to be the key. He's got to bounce back. There are two things that are underrated about Gary, because I'm a Gary supporter, too. I agree with you on this. A, he throws out base runners a hell of a lot better than Austin Romine. I know the run game in baseball is kind of diminished, but he still has Not a cannon against back the Red there. Sox. Red Sox, it matters, sure. Betts could steal a base, Bradley, whatnot. The second thing is, and Ernie and I, I was doing this research before a show, and I couldn't wait to tweet it. If you care about catcher's ERA, which I don't for the most part, consistently most of these pitchers had more success with Gary Sanchez than Austin Romine, which defeats this narrative that you heard that I heard about they're better with Romine. Well, the pitchers are better when Gary's back there. That's so, crazy. See, is, I didn't know that. It's interesting. I think I didn't people know that. assume that Gary Sanchez couldn't call a game because of all the pass balls. Right. Which is a ridiculous It's an assumption, assumption that yes. they make. All right, catcher I thought was easy. First base. Not so easy. Now, we've all kind of mentioned Daniel Murphy as an option, and he can play some first base, but where do we stand with both Greg Bird and Luke Voigt? Because in different ways, they're, ma- they're major questions. You know they're bringing Bird back, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I, I give him and Voigt the chance to win the job next year. In the I like that. And look, the elephant in the room with Luke Voigt, was that like a Shane Spencer lighting in a bottle type run? Probably. We think but it's fake. I do. Personally, I'm not a believer that Luke Voigt's going to come back and have the impact that he had on the team. But to Ernie's point, I think it's spot on. You take Bird and you take Voigt. You say, look, this is an open competition at first base. Go get him, boys. Best man wins the job. You don't feel, other than Murphy, who we've mentioned, you don't feel the need to throw another guy into that mix. Not right now. If okay. you sign Murphy, I've got three guys now can play first base. And if and you, you have figure, Walker, Walker could Walker do it too is in that mix. need to. Yeah, you got to figure one of those three guys takes off with a job. Between Voight, yeah. Murphy, and, and Bird. And I, Bird is so frustrating because, look, we know what he's capable of. He was the Yankees' best hitter mm. in a playoffs a year ago. But he his just regular, hasn't done anything. Well, that, and that's the issue. That's Evan. The his problem. regular season numbers, if he didn't have that playoff run or the reputation, oh. we wouldn't even be entertaining the idea, the idea of this guy starting. Well, Greg Bird for a while, and now it's... You know, everybody's ripping him. It's easy, and I think it's obvious. But for a while, there was always an excuse. Well, it's not because he's not healthy. The injuries. He's playing through it. He's not healthy. It, enough's enough. I mean, this is go time for Greg Bird. I agree with you. I think you give both of these guys an opportunity. We'll see what happens. He, I don't know about Luke Voigt. There are stories about guys that just come out of nowhere and put it all together. Maybe that's the case, was case with Luke Voigt, or maybe he is Shane Spencer. I don't know. Is he a guy that you think would get the Yankees any value in the offseason? No. Voigt, no. You don't no, think so? No, just because there are so many power-hitting type players at that position? I think that a lot of guys and teams will be skeptical the way we all are. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'd look at it the same way. Who was the first baseman last year nobody was signing? We said it's because everybody really has first baseman. That, oh, you know, uh, Adam Lind. Who right, ended up Adam Lind. Yeah, but the Yankees right. never got a chance. And... Right, so that shows you, I mean, that. Teams have first baseman right now, and if they don't, they have a guy they think is going to play first. We base. all agree that the Yankees should let Brett Gardner walk away. Time is up with Brett Gardner. Unless he's coming back to be a fourth outfielder. Cannot be an everyday player. I would upgrade the fourth outfield, though. That's fine. Listen, I, I think you could get Gardner, though, to come back for like one or two million dollars on like a one-year deal. Uh, like if he's on your bench. Yeah. You think you that little? That. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about uh, what old players were getting in the offseason. Yeah. Coming off that year. 
I think yeah. it's time to say goodbye to Brian. That's fine. Listen, if you tell me Gardner's not on his team, I'm not shedding any tears. He had a, a nice career with this team. I, I just think there's an upgrade. And maybe calling him a fourth outfielder is tough, but the Brantley role is kind of Gardner's role, where I look at my right fielder's judge, my center fielder's Hicks. That's going to be an interesting decision next year on him. I was going to say, he's, he's going to make a ton of money. I think he's going to do well, assuming he's healthy. And I look at my left fielder, Giancarlo, and I want to throw a fourth guy in there to be a part of the outfield mix. And I know Clint Frazier wow, is going to be I was going to say, what's the deal with Clint Frazier? Because we've seen what he's capable of when he's been up with the big club. Right. He had a spark when he came up in 2017. I wanted to see him at some point last year play, and it was always a setback. It, it was always something. I don't know if you're the Yankees, though, that you can go into next year and say, yeah, we can rely on Clint Frazier. No, you can't I, do that. I think you view him and Jacoby Ellsbury, who I think he, he comes to spring training. <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe we're mentioning but, Jacoby. But I, know you know I know you're right. I know you're right. I have to do this every time I watch Alan Crabb. You have to forget how much money a guy makes. That's my comparison between Alan Crabb and Jacoby Ellsbury. I know. It's tough to you do, though. When you gave him the contract it. and he is the worst free agent signing in the history of the franchise. That's fine. If he's a fifth outfielder and he's productive in that role, who cares how no, much he I makes? Gu- I guess. You got to pay him anyway. I guess. It's like it's Alan Crabb. Go just, hit me some threes. I don't care that you're making $22 it's just, million. It's just nauseating thinking about Elberry on the team. The worst franchise, the signing in franchise history is still Kay Gawa. Well, I, the reason I would say it's <laughs> Ellsbury's because of the length of the contract. I understand. You they know signed- what I mean? Like a Gawa, and that was also at the time when the Yankees could say, yeah, we give you three years. They could have given us three years yeah, and $30 right. million dollars and just sent us into witness protection, and they didn't shed a but tear. But they signed him with the goal of him being a fifth starter. <laughs> that should not be a but goal. But, Dan, I, if I'm not mistaken, they ended up getting, what, Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, Sean Chacon, Aaron Small. Yeah. So the Yankees just the, kept adding. The problem with Ellsbury was that what the Yankees did. They, they chose him over Cano. Right, right. And they, they replaced Cano with a guy who's clearly not as good. The Mets did that when they let Darryl Strawberry Sox, walk away. The they signed Vince Coleman. The Red Sox did it when they let Mo Vaughn walk away. They signed Jose Offerman. These teams do that all the time. They let these really good players walk away. They make that decision, and then they double down by saying, let's go sign somebody else who's clearly not as good. Ellsbury had one great year. That's all it was. 2011. That was it. And him him being a former Red Sox makes it hurt that much more because they got the most out of him, and now we're paying him for garbage, really. Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of texts from my buddies up in New England who laugh about that. They will send me text messages every now and again. They say, how's Ellsbury doing? (laughs) And I respond with some words that I can't use on the podcast. I completely get it. What else? Have I missed anything with this offseason? Any closing remarks? I actually, I think that Clint Frazier won't be on the team next year. You think he I will think be traded? I think if they're going to trade a guy, it'll be him. And if it's a big guy, it'll be him and Andahar. What's his value, Frazier? See, that's right my there. worry with I trading mean, what was Frazier the value right for now. The guys we traded for Sonny Gray. I mean, they were all hurt. Yeah, you're right. Fowler and Caprillion were coming and, off injuries. And that's you fair. You would assume that these teams aren't afraid of a concussion mm-hmm. guy, but I, I don't see the Yankees' long-term plans of having Clint Frazier on the team. He's a righty. He's an outfielder. Listen, I felt that way for a while, yeah. that the Yankees have always looked at him as a guy they're looking to move. And look, my closing remark with this Yankee offseason, look at what the Red Sox are able to do. Mm. Think about the dynamic they had within their team, and you have to find a way. I don't want to hear that we're building a team for 162. We all know the Yankees right now are already constructed to win a lot of regular season games. They have to be mindful in this offseason. How do we catch the team that has been the gold standard, not just in this division, been the gold standard in baseball since the new millennium. That's obvious. Yeah. Now, four championships in 15 years. The Red Sox are now the hunted. You need to prioritize this offseason for how do we match up and how do we beat the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, and I think uh, the theme of defense, which is going to be tough to improve because their outfield defense is not bad to begin with. The Yankee outfield No, Aaron defense. Judge, gold glove caliber Judge, outfielder. Hicks, Stanton will see in left field when Gardner played. He's fine. It's the infield defense that was the bigger problem. And if Andahar's your third baseman, then you better just hope he gets better. Glaber, you hope he gets better. Right. Murphy won't get better. We know what he Murphy is. Murphy won't get better. Him. Right. Bird so, isn't great at first base. And Voight wasn't Voight great was either. Voight Sanchez to base. get better. Yeah, you need guys to get better, but bat on ball is the key. I think that's the thing. that, they, And that's you got to hope that Brian Cashman realizes that. Because a lot of these sabermetric thought, they don't think strikeouts matter. No, they matter. disregard they it, and they're dead wrong. They're dead wrong about that. I'll end it on this. I will give each of you one shot. I'm not giving you two shots. One shot to make me an offer to Jacob DeGrom. Go ahead. Stop with this. Go ahead. I mean, it never ends. You know there's no way in the world it's happening. No. You're not trading No, the answer is no. 
Exactly. So no, it doesn't <laughs> matter what I say. I could tell you Torres. I could tell you Florio. I could tell you Florio, Sheffield. You're going to laugh Blaber in my face. And Sheffield. Nice. No, thank you. That's what Ernie, I thought. go ahead. Yeah, I'll pass. Right. I like winners yeah, on I'm my se- team. I'm se- honestly. <laughs> Son of a Boom. Son of a Boom. bitch. Let me just now, finish with this because we're on sure. the pitching stuff. Uh, Cashman is, I mean, I was a big critic of his for a while. He's been hitting a lot lately with the young guys. Glabers, the judges, the Sanchez. He's been striking out with pitchers for a while. No, you're right about that. Garcia. I mean, he traded for Happ. I know he was great in the, in the second half of the season for us. They traded for him to beat the Red Sox, and he didn't. Yeah, they but you can't, for, you can't kill Cashman uh, okay, for that. But That's Sonny, not fair. Sonny Gray. That's totally they've fair. They've gotten a bunch <laughs> of these guys, and they've collapsed in front of us. Meanwhile, the Astros went out. They got... Garrett Cole, Verlander, they've been hitting. The Cubs traded for uh, Quintana. He was great for them. They traded for Cole Hamels. He was great for them. What's the point, though? Cashman's you don't got trust to start them? hitting on these pitchers. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he should. I mean, they have to. It's tough when you go after the high upside. We're not still not really fully sure what they are, guys. I think there was risk with Sonny Gray. I think anybody you take yeah. coming to New York, there's a risk with. But I didn't want him. I think that's fair. I think that's one of aspects, uh, one aspect of Cashman's game that's been weak. Uh, excellent job, Ernie, JJ. I'm going to do one on the Mets, a Met offseason preview. Who should be on that panel? You have an opinion? Wow. That's a good question, right? Med offseason panel. Yeah. One easy one, and we came up with this earlier. Yeah, I, I'm going to re because I've already had him on this podcast numerous times. And that's Sal Licata, who oh, I guess yeah. is a part of our company. Yeah, that's right. Yes. The third guy, like the NWO. The third guy. Well, let me guy. tell you something. I'll give you an underrated choice. Give me, go ahead. And I work with him a bunch, and he's very bitter. He's very angry. I like bitterness. Mike Fliegelman. Now, Tommy Lugauer would be another good choice. Okay. Tommy and Fliegelman both would be outstanding, young, fresh, bitter Met perspective. Bitter. I like that. Fliegelman's also bitter because he's working the overnights. (laughs) He gets to work with JJ. No, no, no. Let me tell you. Doing the overnights and compared to doing the evenings. You want to talk about bitterness. <laughs> yeah, at true. least Fliegelman's weekend starts at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. That's true. And Lugies he gets to work Saturdays with me. And Sundays. As it's opposed to, you know. What are you trying to say? As opposed well, to when you're working at tw- till 12 o'clock. No, I know. I've Friday, heard stories. It's almost worse. No, I, I, I have heard that. That is true. I think it's worse. Thank you for coming in, JJ. I appreciate that. Passed up golf for you. Remember that. Passed up being in Mike Frances' house for me. And I, I appreciate that. Or as Giannotti jokes, the, clo- the, the, the bathroom. I am not in a bathroom. Says. I do not get fed breakfast. I just want to get that out there. That was actually very funny. (laughs) And thank you, Ernie. And thank you for listening to this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Goodbye.